Welcome to The Otter Pod, the podcast where kids discuss real-world problems and what we can do to solve them. Throughout this series, we will cover issues such as human overconsumption, mental health, the wealth gap, intersectionality, and more. If you find this enjoyable, then stay tuned. Eight weeks of our planet's biggest issues from the eyes of its youth. Hi, I'm Ennis, and I am in seventh grade at GES. Hello, I'm Iris. I am in seventh grade at Great Expectation School. Hey, I'm Dune. I'm an 8th grader at GES. Hey, I'm Sadie, and I'm also an 8th grader at GES. What is domestic violence? People think that domestic violence is either always physical or always verbal. That's not always the case. There are many circumstances where it presents in different ways. Are there different kinds of domestic violence? Yes, and the ones that we narrowed it down to are verbal, physical, Emotional, psychological, and sexual. What are some of the age groups and genders that are affected or that are most commonly affected by domestic violence? It doesn't really matter what age, race, or gender you are at all. You can still get affected by domestic violence no matter what. Sure, some age groups might have a higher chance than others, but you can still experience it no matter what. What can you do? What can you do if you experience domestic violence? you can do multiple things. For one, you can call a hotline, like the National Hotline for Mental Health, 988. You can call the police, talk to someone you trust, such as a close friend, your caretakers, or your family. You can go to violence prevention programs, like VPC and Grand Array. You can get a restraining order, if you, if it's possible for you. Order for safer protections. Therapy, that can also help. And if you really need to, you can also go online for help if you really need it. What are examples of domestic violence? Like Dune said, there is verbal, physical, sexual, emotional, and psychological. But there's different parts of each one. And in emotional, there's emotional manipulation, emotional deprivation. And then there's a lot of also other, like, webs going into that, which we will talk about later. Is neglect domestic violence or abuse? Neglect is abuse, but it also varies and it ties in to domestic violence. So if, like, a child is getting neglected, that is abuse, but it's also domestic violence. So it's, like, both. Have there been any celebrities who have been affected by domestic violence, or is it just normal people? So this is like a topic that really isn't talked about. We thought it was just good to get some insight. You're not alone, and if you are affected by domestic violence, there's like people that have been affected by domestic violence, and you're not alone. Christina Aguilera said that she was domestic, like abused by her family and her father, mostly her father, throughout her childhood. And Aguilera said that her relationship with her then-husband, Jordan Bratman, helped her finally break the cycle of abuse. So she still can get flashbacks and PTSD attacks, but she is doing way better. And then also another one is one of the most talked about examples of domestic violence occurred in 2009 when rapper Chris Brown tried to push his then-girlfriend pop star Rihanna out of his car the night before the Grammy Awards that year. 
He banged her head against the passenger window and punched her repeatedly. He threatened to beat her once they got home, but Rihanna had her assistant call the police, who arrested Brown and charged him with two felonies. And a lot of women get subjected to domestic violence, but there's also a lot of men who get subjected, and I don't think that's talked about enough. Sir Patrick Stewart, he was subjected to domestic violence when he was a child, and he grew up with fear by his abusive father, who was a World War II military veteran. Not only did Stuart feel he had nowhere to go for help as as a child, but he also said that his authorities often condoned the violence. And that is a massive thing that goes on with men and women, that police don't, sometimes don't do anything. And it's a very sad occurrence. It happens a lot when police don't have enough evidence and like enough support to figure out what happened and who did it. And sometimes they, a lot of cases like that just fall through and they don't get finished. And it's really sad because the families and the person does not get the justice that they needed. Now that we have answered all of these basic questions, we're going to go into the different kinds of domestic abuse. First is verbal, which includes yelling, screaming, talking down to or bullying, depriving of loving phrases or praise. Next up, we have physical abuse, which does include hitting, kicking, punching, biting, scratching, deprivation of physical contact, such as withholding hugs and withholding handholding, and there is too much physical contact, forced hugs, forced handholding, being force-fed, and there is also withholding basic needs such as food, water, clothing, proper hygiene, and proper sleeping arrangements. Then there's also emotional manipulation, which includes crying for the purpose of getting a child or partner on their side, like of their side of their argument, using anger, saying they will hurt themselves if you don't do something, saying that they will kill themselves if they don't do something. Emotional deprivation, not allowing a child to feel, not showing emotion around a child, or emotional incest, which tends to be between mothers and their sons. The mother never wants her son to leave, manipulates him into staying with her, or tends to neglect her other children. Psychological. For one, we have psychological torture. Tying up, tying a child up and leaving them in the closet for multiple hours, starving them. You can also stalk people. That's also a thing. One in seven women and one in eighteen men have been stalked by an intimate partner during their lifetime to the point in which they felt very fearful or believed that there someone close to them would be harmed or killed. Nineteen point three million women and five point one million men in the United States have been stalked in their lifetime. 60.8% 60.8% of female stalking victims and 43.5% of men have reported being stalked by a current or former intimate partner. I would also just like to say that I don't think men aren't being talked about enough because men and boys do get like sexually assaulted and been affected by domestic violence and or domestic abuse which is practically the same thing but as you just heard Sadie say that there's been a lot of cases of men in the United States and even in other countries. I also think that men don't like fully come out 
saying that they've been subjected to domestic violence because of the specific gender norms of men being very masculine and not being scared to... Can I redo that? And I think that they're scared of coming out and telling people that they have been subjected to domestic violence because of the strict gender norms of being male and masculine and just feeling afraid that people would judge you for being at like getting out and telling people so you can get the justice but I feel that all men shouldn't have to be afraid to tell people because it's a very sad thing. There's also sexual domestic violence. This can be between parents and children, other relatives and children, romantic partners, children of all ages and adults in their lives, strangers, sex trafficking, which can also lead to sexual extortion. Of course, men also do get affected by domestic violence. Majority of domestic violence victims are women and children. That being said, 72% of all murder-suicides involve an intimate partner. 94% of the victims of these murder-suicides are female. 1 in 15 children are exposed to intimate partner violence each year, and 90% of these children are eyewitnesses to this violence. Women between the ages of 18 and 24 are most commonly abused by an intimate partner. But But that's not saying that younger children don't get affected because I think it's not enough. So if you realize that you have been subjected to this, then it's something that you shouldn't be afraid to tell someone. I know it might be scary, but you need to be able to tell someone so you can get the help that you need. This can also affect economics and businesses. Victims of intimate partner violence lose a total of eight. 8 million days of paid work each year. The cost of intimate partner violence exceeds 8.3 billion per year. Between 21 and 60% of victims of intimate partner violence lose their jobs due to reasons stemming from the abuse. Between 2003 and 2008, 142 women were murdered in their workplace by their abuser. 78% of women killed in the workplace during this time. There's also physical and mental impact. Women abused by their intimate partners are more vulnerable to contracting HIV or other STDs due to forced intercourse or prolonged exposure to stress. Studies suggest that there is a relationship between intimate partner violence and depression and suicidal behavior. Physical, mental, and sexual reproductive health effects have been linked with intimate partner violence, including adolescent pregnancy, unintended pregnancy in general, miscarriage, stillbirth, intrauterine hemorrhage, nutritional deficiency, abdominal pain and other GI problems, neurological disorders, chronic pain, disability, anxiety, and post-traumatic stress disorder, or PTSD, as well as non-communicable diseases such as hypertension, cancer, and cardiovascular diseases. Victims of domestic violence are also at higher risk for developing addictions to alcohol, tobacco, or drugs. One in four women and one in nine men experience severe intimate. One in four women and one in nine men experience severe intimate partner physical violence, intimate partner contact sexual violence, and/or intimate partner stalking with infectious injury, fearfulness, post 
PTSD, use of victim services, contraction of sexually transmitted diseases, etc. Domestic victimization is correlated with a higher rate of depression and suicidal behavior. And now we're going to get into a couple of other statistics that we have. On average, nearly 20 people per minute are physically abused by an intimate partner in the United States. During one year, this equates to more than 10 million women and men. One in three women and one in four men have experienced some form of physical violence by an intimate partner. This includes a range of behaviors, including slapping, shoving, pushing. Some, in some cases, this might not be considered domestic violence, but it still is. One in seven women and one in 25 men have been injured by an intimate partner. One in 10 women have been raped by an intimate partner. Data is, not, is unavailable on male victims. One in four women and one in seven men have been victims of severe physical violence, includes beating, burning, or strangling by an intimate partner in their lifetime. One in seven women and one in 18 men have been stalked by an intimate partner during their lifetime to the point in which where they felt very fearful. On a typical day, there are more than 20,000 phone calls placed to domestic violence hotlines nationwide. What made you guys want to research domestic violence and abuse? I think this topic, it is talked about, but I don't think it's talked about enough in the cases that have been going on and the stigmas that's been going on for years and years. I think we need to bring a little bit more awareness to this. For me personally, I have been a victim of domestic violence and domestic abuse. I wanted to personally learn a little more about it and compare my own experience to this and to hopefully help other children and people of all ages out there who are being abused, no matter the type of abuse, get out of those situations, spread more awareness about it, and hopefully help others to make sure they don't fall into those situations and make sure that their friends, family, and other relatives do not fall into those same situations. Because it is scary, and people are very good at manipulating others into staying quiet about it. So if you are ever being abused in any way, I just reach out to someone, even a single text about it, call a hotline, text a hotline, email someone that you know, they will be there for you. I totally agree with Dune on all of this. It's also really common, and I think a lot of people don't realize what includes domestic violence. So there's like a lot of like very big things, but then there's also a lot of small things. And I personally just wanted everyone to realize all of those. So if they didn't realize they were a victim of it, now maybe they do. So I just wanted everyone to know that. What can people do to help with this problem or spread more awareness about domestic violence? Personally think that even supporting someone who has been subjected to it and just helping like the community, trying to get the justice everyone deserves. And hopefully, I really wish I could say this, that the people who are like, the offenders and the people who are causing the problem. I think that I wish that they understood what is so bad about it and they took help to don't to realize how bad it is and try to get help to not do it because it is such like a 
emotional and physical and mental change for everyone and it's really sad and I wish that everyone who has been affected and subjected to it gets the justice they deserve. Thanks for listening to an episode of The Otterpod. Hope you've not only learned something, but feel inspired to make a difference. If you like this episode, please rate reviews and share. See you next time.